Hey, thanks for tuning in to Be Present Podcast. I'm Rashad Smith, your host. This is a brand new segment called 31 Days of Wisdom, Lesson from the Book of Proverbs, and we're going to go chapter by chapter. I am so excited. I'm stoked about doing this. This actually was completely spontaneous, which is Holy Spirit. You know, let's give him applause, not me. It was his idea. It came at the spur of the moment. And this is also on the trajectory of what is in this year, 2021, the spirit of wisdom is on the move. The spirit of wisdom is going to gain us uh, access to riches and strength and honor. Also might, you know, we need the spirit of might. The spirit of might is also on the move for us in this year. Wisdom knows how to get knowledge, knows how to get understanding, knows how to get discretion and knows how to get more wisdom. Proverbs tells us, This book causes us to be more wise and we need wisdom. So fasten your seatbelts because we will be on a ride all month with wisdom from the book of Proverbs. And just like that, we're on day 18. We're so excited that we're able to breathe and live and be alive in this time. It might not seem like that, but God has a plan. So we have to trust his plan. Even when we don't understand, there's an amazing song that Brian and Katie Torwalt orchestrated a couple of years ago. It's called prophesy your promise. And some of the chords or the lyrics to the song Katie is singing. When I only sing in part, I will prophesy your promise. And it's coming from 1 Corinthians 13 when Paul is saying that we know in part, we prophesy in part. But the song is so encouraging because it's it's for us when we've believed and we've held on to things and we don't quite see it yet or it's not coming in our estimated time frame or maybe God might have given some clues or even said a specific thing and, hey, it's not looking how I thought it would look or maybe how the arrangement of the the prophecy was the words and the prophecy it's not coming into fruition or fulfillment the way you said it and i just want to encourage you to hold on i just want to encourage you to hold on to hope hold on to hope let jesus be the anchor for your soul who is our hope Tie wisdom around your neck and keep your love on. Keep your eyes focused on Jesus. Put your distinguishing and discerning goggles on, as we've been talking about for the past 17 days, now today 18, and let him be God. Let him surprise us. I think one of the words, um, a part of the three-part series of the prophecy for 2021 was that God was going to surprise us this year. Let him surprise you. I, you know, many of us don't like surprises. <laughs> So, Father, we thank you right now for surprising us because you are the awesome God. You're filled of wonder and awe. I pray, Father God, for those of us who've lost focus, for those of us who've lost our wonder, for those of us who've wandered away from hope and we've gone way far off from faith, Father God, into the things that you've said, into the prophecies and the words you've decreed and spoken for decades, but especially over this year and beyond, Father God, help us not to lose focus on you and the spirit of truth and what you've released over us. So I speak and release hope over you. I speak, you are blessed going in, you're blessed coming out. I speak blessings over you. And I want to encourage you to don't forget and and don't be too quick to put aside those promises of God. Listen, I've said this before. I'm not sure if I've said it on here, but whenever I teach, 
in person or now through Zoom, that God's promise is a prophecy. So he is faithful to fulfill what he's promised. Now, you know, that can come in various, there, there, there's so much with the prophetic. The prophetic is so vast. And I think I've recently done an exhortation in one of the openings of our 31 days of wisdom lessons from the book of Proverbs about how we can measure prophecy. You know, one way is God does do conditional things. I will do this if you will do that. And then some things are not conditional. They're just, this is going to happen. For instance, Messiah is going to come. He came. Messiah is going to come back. He's going to come back. There's nothing that anyone can do to pray, fast, stop, thwart the plans. He's coming. So my point is, and I'll just leave it there. Those are just two examples of the prophetic of how, how it works. Some things are just written in stone. They're, they're not, nothing we can do can stop it. <laughs> nothing. And then some things we have to partner with him. So I just want to encourage you to remember to partner with him, to continue to believe again, to cast your bread on the water. That was one of the scriptures released for this year, 2021, that I released in my three-part series insights, prophecies, and revelations for this year was Ecclesiastes chapter 11. Cast your bread on the water. Believe again. Put your hands and your feet to the plow and work because God is going to bring about those things he's purposed and promised you. So I just want to encourage you with that and let you know to don't lose hope. Let's get in to chapter 18. I love this chapter. We're going to follow the scheme of chapter 16 and 17 and we're just going to read the entire chapter i'm reading from the prop the sorry the passion translation i do like the amplified version of this chapter i think i've mentioned that in day 17 you can read whatever version you like translation you like i'm sticking to the passion translation you know sometimes if i feel like i need to flip-flop to the christian standard bible or the amplified nkjv or the um the the jewish standard bible translation, we'll do that. But for now, we're in the Passion Translation in chapter 18. Now, if you remember, I said on day 17 that God has a word for those who are opposing, who are dealing in treachery, who are being underhanded, and who are robbing and stealing and and doing dealings of evil to the innocent, to the guiltless, to those who are honorable and have integrity, he has a word. And we're going to get into that scripture. I'm not going to prophesy over you um, from Holy Spirit. I'm going to speak his word that is written over you, which is prophetic, because we've we've seen this throughout our days, that wisdom gives us the active understanding. The li- I love that. I love that phraseology, the living understanding. Oh my God, so good. So thank you, Father, for your wisdom. Thank you for endowing us with the spirit of wisdom this year that we would understand how to partner even more. Also for giving us your anointing. Father, I cry out even now for the anointing to do those things we could not do. I ask, I pray for the falling of Holy Spirit, the Spirit of the Lord, the anointing to be upon us in Jesus' name. First one, an unfriendly person isolates himself and seems to care only about his own issues for his contempt of sound judgment makes him a recluse. Now pay attention to this, that you don't find yourself becoming like this. 2020 shut everybody down. Many of us already were recluse. Many of us already were introspective and introverted and just in whatever. 
there, regardless if it was, you know, well, I was going to say various um, reasons, if you will, regardless if it's something that's psychological or, or mental or it's just your personal preference. Watch that you don't become so recluse and isolating yourself that you are failing to receive sound judgment, which is wisdom. Oh, by the way, that's also the spirit, a part of the spirit nature in us. <laughs> so what we're doing is we're denying and we're deleting or erasing a part of the spirit nature inside of us. Keep your love on. I think I close with, with that exhortation on day 17. Keep your love on. I mean, things are going to look crazier and crazier as the years, you know, however long we're going to be here. No one knows fully. However much more time we have in this earth until that time that has been prophesied from the beginning. It's going to get colder and colder and dimmer and dimmer. This we were warned of this. So the exhortation for the sons of God is to keep your love on. Don't let the effects of the principalities and powers and rulers and imps and demons, whatever. Don't let somebody else's um, opposing opinion or opposing perspective or different perspective, different opinion to unseat you from your place of sound judgment, love and power. Understand this is a year to get in your tribe to be seated in your family, and it probably, I don't know, I'm not prophesying, um, I'm probably it's going to look different than any of us ever estimated because much of it might be through Zoom or things of that nature like Zoom, Microsoft Teams or whatever outlet you might be using. That doesn't mean we still can't connect. I think I was exhorting specifically on part two of the series of the insights, prophecies, and revelation for 2021, that it doesn't matter if you are in a different state and all of your family or your, your friends or whomever, your tribe, quote unquote, was cross country, thousands and thousands of miles away. God has a way to connect you. Let him do it. Ask him how he's going to do it. He would love to show you and tell you, but he's also going to show you. So let him do it. Father, show us how you're going to connect us, how you're going to weave us together in the family you have set us so we will not isolate ourselves. Verse two, senseless people find no pleasure in acquiring true wisdom for all they want to do is impress you with what they know. An ungodly man is always cloaked with disgrace as dishonor and shame or his companions. Words of wisdom are like a fresh flowing brook, like deep waters that spring forth from within, bubbling up inside the one with understanding. Now, I advised, I want to say caution because it's not a bad thing. I advise, although it could be. Pay attention to water this year. That can mean various things. I give a little bit of insight of what I believe Holy Spirit was sharing and what Holy Spirit was giving. Ecclesiastes 11 is one of those, um, and, and that's dealing with vision, it's dealing with hope, it's dealing with also fruitfulness and our partnering with. I was just talking about that. It's a partnering with. It's not just a, you see, this year is very contradictory. It's an interesting year. We got to sit still and be in 
Um, I read John 14. I read John 17. I gave exhortations about how Jesus went away and he was in father. It's that year for us to go low, to be in him, to be servants, to be lowly, to have his voice echo in us. Jesus only did and said what he saw and heard his father do. That's by spending time with his father, being in and with his father. That's passivity. Now, passivity in that respect does not mean weakness or defenseless. It means God is going to do the work in me. We see this, that we he's strong when we humble ourselves. His strength is made strong when we humble ourselves. Let him be strong. This is the year of the ox. This is the year of the father. I, I can't express this. Let him be strong. He wants to. I have so many allegories to give to that, but you know, for the sake of time, and I don't want to lose focus because I don't want to get into that. I want to stay focused on Proverbs 18 and not just one specific verse. Let him be God. Let him do these things. So the other aspect of which seems contradictory of our just resting in him, letting him fight, letting him be defender, is there's also an action. I think Jesus demonstrates this the best. Jesus knew when to be this is father and he knew when to be I'm going to take action. He took action in his father's house. He took when he flipped over tables and chairs and, you know, his nature that he did and, and what he told the, the men. He took action against the powers of darkness who were binding and, and had people in bondage. He took action over the powers of the air of the culture, shifting and transforming society back. And you see what was proclaimed about Jesus? Isaiah said he will proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord, of the Father. But what was also proclaimed about Jesus? that he would be about his father's business. And, and Jesus taught the disciples that he wants to advance his father's house, kingdom. The kingdom of heaven is like, the kingdom of God is like, in my father's house, blah, 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 blah. You get the picture. Understand that in this contradictory year, there are moments where we're going to have to know when to go low and let God be God and be in and rest in him and be at peace. There are moments where we're going to have to get up and we're going to have to act and we're going to have to go do some things that's going to be contradictory to what society is saying, counterculture. Here's my point. This is why we're doing Proverbs 31 days. We got to have wisdom because we can be completely out of sync thing that thinking that we're right and we're all wrong. Ask for wisdom. Ask him to show you. Don't lose hope. Don't give up on love. Keep your love on. Understand you have a spirit of power, love, and sound mind. Rebuke the devourer. Rebuke that spirit of fear and timidity. It's actually a spirit of trepidation. And um, a spirit of trepidation is it's, it's more than a spirit of fear. You just you you can't trepidation is just like no vision for the future. It's worse than fear binds you. Fear is more present and past. Now it all comes from the same root, but trepidation is you see no hope or future. 
That is what has been loose in this year. And we've got to continue to push back again. Even, and I'm talking about ourselves. I'm not, we can't go out and fight the giants in the land if what the giants represent in the land is in us, even a morsel of it. So get it out of you first. Get out of your house first. Sweep it out of your house. Get it out of your family, whomever's connected in line with you. Encourage yourself in the Lord. You don't have the gift. I, and you see, I was supposed to talk about this, but I didn't. I, I, I omitted that, but not on purpose. It, it, I forgot about it. But if you don't have the gift of speaking in heavenly languages, which I did mention in the third part of the three-part series of Insights, Prophecies, and Revelations for 2021, the anointing, the anointing, the anointing. This is why we've got to cry out for and ask for the anointing. Ask him to give you the anointing and to give you those things, your heart. You see, this is also what's in this year. I'm going to say this next two things and we're going to move on from verse four. God is dealing with our desires, intellect and our will this year. And because there's a crown, the crown can either be in our benefit where we will receive a crown. The crown is also not just a reward. The crown is like tripart. It's a reward for us. It, it, it works in our benefit, which is part two. And part three, we it, because it's worked in our benefit, still on part two, we get to have our intellect, desires, our emotions and will sanctified, purified, and right alignment with God and how they should be here while we're on earth. In part three, we get to lay this at Jesus' feet whenever that time comes. Now, there is the other side of the crown that's in this year, which is inverted, which means if we act contrary to what he has called us to obey, when to be low and to hear from Father. Now, listen to me. All this year, we must always let father speak. It has to be the pure. He's not dealing with that babbling anymore, y'all. He's not dealing with that. He's not dealing with he say, she say, the slander, the old wives tale. We address that in December. I addressed that in December. He's dealing with the pure word. I, I talked about the, the people like Samuel, the people like um, Paul, the people like John the Baptist, the people like uh, Isaiah and various other prophetic voices, various other leaders and in, 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 uh, forward movers and in, in, in pillars and pioneers of the apostolic prophetic. That's what he's raising up. It's in a year of emerging leaders. But we must let father speak to us and not rely on the old manna, the old wives tales, the old what we have and live by his daily bread. Now, I lost my train of thought about the second thing, so it must be time to move on. But I do want to, before we move on to verse five, I want to say water is important. Water is meant for cleansing and healing. Water is meant for the heal. Water allows the, the trees to birth leaves so the leaves can be sent to be the healing of the nations. Watch for the marrying in the synchronization of how water is being used with the gift of healing or with healings and cleansing even over us. And, and then water could also be used against us because of our own actions. Listen, we can truly shift some things in this world and have this, the entire system and structure. What kind of power is that? 
we gotta understand it's about character and virtue. So many of these Proverbs chapters have been dealing with righteousness, virtue, integrity, moral excellence, all character. Uh, we were talking about in, in the whole catalog, the whole series of insights, prophecies, and revelation from 2021, that God's dealing with sons and sons grow fruit so they can have dominion. Dominion is authority and power. You get to have dominion when you have the fruit, not just planted, sown, and grown, but evident in your life. We got to we um, listen to me, everybody. We got to get the fruit of the spirit in us and get the carnal nature, of the flesh out of us. Go low when someone goes up, when it's time for you to go and take action. Listen, and when I say take action, I don't mean take action, the flesh. Go and take action. He wants to do marvelous things with us this year, but we have to pay attention. You see, and I'm going to move on from this after this last thing, I promise. Our righteous, holy, sanctified living. Listen, you, you're not going to like me saying this because so many people love power. But do you know how much power is in a transformed mind that is a transformed life that can go out and reform society? Peter talks about this in his epistle. Our living, Paul talks about this in Ephesians chapter five, the entire chapter, the way we live and conduct ourselves, that's the fruit of the spirit, can shift and cause things to shake and break. And God swiftly hears and answer our prayers because the prayers of a righteous man avails much. Now, we don't have time to talk about that, but if you go back and read all 1 through 17 Proverbs, you should be fully equipped about what a righteous man looks like. Let's move on to verse 5. Do you remember I said that God's going to deal with those people who are perverting justice, those people who are opposing, berating, belittling the innocent, the morally excellent, the people of integrity, the people who are lowly, the people who don't have much, the people who are seeking and crying out? Verse 5, 18, 18, 5. It is atrocious when judges show favor to the guilty and deprive the innocent of justice. God hates injustice. He hates dishonest scales. We read this in chapter 11 as well as chapter 14. Listen to me. He's going to deal with it on your behalf. Hold on, hold fast to truth. Scripture tells us that hold on to truth. Tighten your belt. That was a word Chuck Pierce released in 2020. Fasten up your belt, which is the belt of truth. Fasten your belt. Gird your shield. This is the armor that we need on this year is the shield of faith. Now, we need it all on. But the what's represented of this year, the specific hold up that shield of faith because faith is going to be tested a lot this year. So hold on to those things. Verse six, the census man jumps head first into an argument. He's just asking for beating for his reckless words. A fool has a big mouth that only gets him in trouble and he'll pay the price for what he says. The words of a gossip merely reveal the wounds of his own soul and his slander penetrates into the innermost being. That's a word. Verse nine, the one who is too lazy to look for work is the same one who wastes his life away. The character of God is a tower of strength, for the lovers of God delight to run into his heart and be exalted on high. 
The rich in their conceit imagine that their wealth is enough to protect them. It becomes their confidence in a day of trouble. Not going to happen. A man's heart is the proudest when his downfall is nearest, for he won't see glory until the Lord sees humility. We were just talking about going low. In previous chapters, we read that you cannot take cities unless you go low. Listen before you speak, for to speak before you've heard the facts will bring humiliation. The will to live sustains you when you're sick, but depression crushes courage and leaves you unable to cope. Let God deal with that depression. We've seen this twice now in chapter 17 and now chapter 18, and and I believe it is thick in this year because of all that's going on. And everybody has time to sit and just sit and just sit and just sit and be alone wrestling with their thoughts. This is why we have to ask for wisdom because a double-minded man is unstable on his ways and add on to that the spirit of fear or trepidation is coming to cause us to not want to see beyond or to see into the future or to know we have a future. I just want to encourage you to begin to declare Jeremiah 29, 11 over yourself. Begin to find some scriptures in Proverbs. Um, there are some scriptures that specifically say prudence and prudent in the KJV and NKJV, do a word search and decree those scriptures over you because we said this on day 17 that prudence is a part of seeing the future. It's a part of planning ahead. I loose prudence. Now, prudence is a part of wisdom. So it's already here. Ask for wisdom and specifically ask for prudence. 15, the spiritually hungry always are always ready to learn more for their hearts are eager to discover new truths. Would you like to meet a very important person? Take a generous gift. It will do wonders to gain entrance into his presence. There are two sides to every story. The first one to speak sounds true until you hear the other side and they are set the record straight. That is a word. A coin toss resolves a dispute and can put an argument to rest between formidable opponents. It is easier to conquer a strong city than to win back a friend whom you've offended. Their walls will go up, making it nearly impossible to win them back. Watch how you're burning bridges this year and last year. Seek to make amends. Seek to make peace. Scripture tells us to make peace with our brothers. Scripture tells us that we cannot get rich or amass or acquire or maintain wealth or increase. Our offerings are cursed and not accepted when we refuse to acknowledge we have wronged our brothers or our brothers might have wrong against us or hurt against us. There's just that thing that we need to go. What God simply wants is go make amends. Listen, this is what happened as a consequence. Now, I'm not. Let me hold off on that. You have to understand that the opposite of peace between friends and and confidants and partners and spouses and comrades and whatever you want to list uh family members the tribes this is ancient it's ancient this is not new this is ancient this is an ancient tactic the enemy uses 
This is an ancient cause resulting from the fruit of the flesh. This is not new. We got a codified phrase from Paul in Galatians of the fruit of the flesh, but it was way centuries, 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 centuries before Paul. Understand God's heart is for us. You know, it's interesting when you look at the life of Abraham. Abraham went around making peace with everyone. Abraham. Now, listen, when you look in Abraham could fight, he knew how to war. And let me tell you something. Don't mess with his family because he was warring for his nephew Lot. But he also understood peace and how peace wins people over. Let me tell you so much so that the ites, quote unquote, or the other nations, those who were not yet in the, I mean, actually, you know, everyone wasn't yet in the fold because, you know, the nations had not yet been born in Israel. They were in Abraham and Sarah, but they had not yet been birthed in it physically. But these surrounding people groups who were not in the fold yet with Most High, they knew whoever Abraham's God was, that is God. I just was telling you all a couple of minutes ago about the way that we live, our character, that can do more transformation and power than us shouting and all the backflipping and throwing this and throwing that and anointing that. Live a life that is transformed. Ask the Spirit to show you how to do it. Verse 20. Sharing words of wisdom is satisfying to your inner being and encourage you to know that you change someone else's life. We've talked about this. Encourage yourself. That was a part of the thing I was trying to say earlier, but I've forgotten. I want to go back to it real quick. You don't have the gift of, of, of heavenly languages. Ask for the anointing. Ask for Holy Spirit to, to gift you with that. But also understand that David encouraged himself in the Lord. So figure out how to encourage yourself in the Lord. If it's getting in the scripture, if it's getting before him, if it's a simple praise, whatever it is, if it's a phrase, if it's a sound, if it's a groan, ask Holy Spirit. To, he does it anyway. Romans chapter eight makes groans that we can. Under, he's making intercession for us. Let him do it. But those of you who do have heavenly languages in Jude, it says building yourself up in your most holy faith. It's a time to pray in the spirit like we've never before. Get in the spirit. Verse 21, your words are so powerful that they will kill or give life and the talkative person will reap the consequences. Shut up. Get the spirit of shut up this year. This is what it looks like contradictory. Going low, going away, being in father, praying until sweat and blood are dripping, you know, if it needs to be that thick and that heavy until we get a word. But, you know, it's not even about going away and being with him until we get a word. It's just about I want to be with you and hear your voice. I don't want to hear my voice. You see, that's how we're going to have the crown in our favor. We're going to get the reward. We're going to have our intellect, emotions, and will aligned working for us. And the desires of our hearts will come and manifest. And I even believe, you know, our intellect is going to go to a different level. 
That divine intelligence that people have written about and talked about that's written in the book of Daniel, I believe that's a part of the reward we will get if we allow him to align us. And then we get to give it back to Jesus in the end. That's a great thing. Get in the spirit, get in the spirit, get in the spirit, get off the phone, get off the media, get off talking about people and saying, can you believe this? Can you believe that? You're doing nothing but cursing yourself. I'm speaking to the sons of God. I'm not speaking to the non-sons of God. This has all been directed to the sons of God, to the righteous in the book of Proverbs. Get on your face, get on your knees, get in the spirit, go in your prayer closet, whatever. I mean, you know, whatever it is, it, don't make it legalistic. And get in ascension and in unison with spirit, father, and the son. <clears throat> Excuse me. 22, when a man finds a wife, he finds a treasure for she is a gift of God to bring him joy and pleasure. But the one who divorces a good woman loses what is good from his house. To choose an adulteress is both stupid and ungodly. That's a word. The poor pled or plead for help from the rich, but they all get in return a harsh response. God is going to deal with that. Let him be El Gabor. Father, I decree you are El Gabor this year. You are the great ox. And Jesus, you're that lion. I mean, we got some heavy hitters on our side this year. Thank you for being our defense and our defender. El Gabor and Lion from the tribe of Judah. Last verse, 24. Some friendships don't last for long, but those, but there is one who is a loving friend who is joined to your heart closer than any other, and that is Jesus. That's for those of us who are lonely. And I want to close with that because that was a part of the word for 2021. He's going to set the lonely in families. I believe this is also a partnering prophetic word. That we're going to have to look for the opportunities where he's showing us who our tribe is, who he's putting us with, he's connecting us with. It might not look how we thought it would look. It might be phone calls week after week, once a month, quarterly. It might be Zoom, conference, whatever. But also, Jesus, you know, I, I've been saying this. I've been heralding this for almost a month. The nearness and proximity Praise him, cry out to him, ask for him, ask him to be shown and revealed to you, ask him to be nearer in you and close with you because he is near. Scripture tells us in Isaiah, in a, in Isaiah, in a time where he is near, cry out for him, pray to him, praise him, ask for him to come. Hey, thanks for listening again. I pray you are blessed, edified, and encouraged and that you will know he is your hope and your sure foundation. Blessings.